0: You're now listening to The Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. of the Co-op Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Bailey Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary? It's
1: going very good. Thank you very much. Uh, how are you doing, sir?
0: Doing pretty good. Uh, just taking it easy on uh, this uh, Sunday afternoon. Yes.
1: Right, cool. Yeah, This is uh, th- things are going to look a bit different here for the people watching this. Because, um, you know, Google is taking away Google Hangouts So, you know, we're coming up with new ways to, uh, record the show and everything So, um, everyone can see a graphic right now But, um, we will be working towards, you know, having video again in the future So you guys can see us But for now, you know, you've got a portrait down there in the corner So, you know, you can still sort of see us But, um, but yeah, uh, there, there, there's gonna be a lot of changes happening, um In terms of how the show is recorded and stuff. So look out for that.
0: Absolutely. And and allow me to also say, real quick, I want to give a personal shout out to YouTube because we had an incident last week where, uh, you know, I recorded a conversation with Dana where we gave our thoughts on Spider Man Far From Home in Midsummer, and somehow somebody decided by us having a simple conversation no images nothing they said you know what i'm going to give them a copyright strike so due to that reasoning uh the show cannot be streamed on youtube you know not until we get this situation resolved which is already in the works but um yeah we are unable to stream on youtube and this video may eventually get uploaded to youtube but it definitely will be happening right away because again that takes additional time we experienced that yesterday when we tried to post the wrestlecast. So uh just want to let you all know uh hopefully eventually that issue will be resolved in the future. But for now, uh Twitch and as Gary stated, we will definitely be investing in Twitch a lot more for recording shows so that we don't have to deal with the issues associated with YouTube.
1: Yeah. Yes. And is, you know, it's real unfortunate when stuff like that happens cuz I'm pretty sure whoever issued that copyright strike um didn't even watch the video. Um it might have very well been like an automated thing where you know it just saw the name and um I guess there's certain channels that are just automatically on the whitelist and exempt from, from being from you know from being um copyright claimed. Um and we were not on the whitelist, I guess, so it just automatically issued us um a copyright strike. And, you know, like Rich said, you know, there was no uh, imagery from Spider-Man. There was no video. There was no audio from it. It was just Richard and Dana talking about the movie, talking very positively about the movie and encouraging people to to go see it. But yet still, you know, we get a copyright strike and we can no longer, you know, go live. So it's it sucks how the system works. But, you know, that's just how things are, unfortunately. Um Absolutely. But... Yeah, but we, we are you know trying to resolve that issue. Uh, but we're still we'll still be here, and we'll be on Twitch, we'll be on Daily Motion, we'll be on Patreon, um, and of of course go to thecoalition.com. So you know as long as you visit all those places, you'll you'll see us, and um, also follow us on Twitter for updates, um, and you know Facebook too. So so yeah, we'll we'll still be here no matter what.
0: Absolutely. Yes. So. On that note, uh, now we're going to get into um, talking about a couple of things that happened this week. Uh, because uh, there was a couple of that were definitely uh, worth some discussions. I know people were curious about why there wasn't a show last week. Uh, there wasn't really a lot of things that were happening in the industry news-wise the week prior. Um, I know we also had some other things we had to take care of on the personal end but uh yes we are back and we're definitely going to talk about a lot of things today um so to kick things off we're going to of course let you all know what we have been playing if we have been playing because i don't know if we've been playing any games this week but uh i'm gonna go to your first gary how about you let everybody know what playing?
1: um so i mean not too much just uh because you know i've been busy uh doing things but um i, I played Um, some Overwatch but let me let me say one thing although I've still played Overwatch this week this was like uh, the least amount I've played it in a long time this week Um, (laughs) (laughs) I finally am starting to get um, tired of the game Uh, not because I'm bored of it Um, it's just because uh, comp like competitive mode has changed so much and The attitudes of the players have changed so much and I feel like nobody even tries to play the game properly anymore like people just run in and die and they don't go you know they don't follow any sort of strategy they don't um, you know communicate and try and come up with um, strategies to counter the other team like people literally just run in and die and that's not fun if you're if you're trying to play competitively and play as a team. Um, So I haven't been enjoying it that much. And, you know, I've I've instead just been watching the Overwatch League because then at least you can see, you know, how a match is really supposed to be played if you watch Overwatch League. But that that experience is not replicated in the actual game anymore because people just don't care and they just do whatever they want. Uh, There's no team synergy whatsoever. And as a result, I've been slipping in rank and... um, it's Uh just it's just not the same no more you know like um not like the friends i used to have that used to play and stuff they're not playing anymore so you know my team isn't around so it's just me playing solo and um playing with a bunch of randoms who don't even try to play the game properly and that's not fun for me so i've been playing it significantly less um but you know i still played it a little uh, also, I um, I beat Final Fantasy 7 again, you know the original version, um, because I definitely wanted to beat that game uh, again before the remake comes out, just so it's fresh in my mind, and you know just so I have a, a clear vision of you know what to expect when the remake comes out, and um, I'm very curious on how they're going to approach certain things, but. It was very fun to just play that game again, and I still stand by the fact that this game is a masterpiece. It's one of the best games ever made, in my opinion. The best Final Fantasy. Um, at one point in time, I actually um, had Final Fantasy X as my favorite, but you know when I went back to Final Fantasy VII and played it again, like it's not even close. It's not close at all. Like Seven is the best, in my opinion, um, and. Yeah, um, I I also did some of the uh, the optional end game content, which which is basically fighting the the super bosses, the um, the uh, what are they called? Um, the weapons, basically, uh, the weapons of the planet. Um, so I beat I beat Ultima Weapon, and um, I'm now trying to fight Ruby Weapon and Emerald Weapon, but they require a lot of grinding and pre- preparation to 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 fight them and stuff. Um, but Sephiroth was easy because you know I, I leveled up my characters a lot so yeah um, great game. Um, I definitely wanted to play it again um, and besides that I played a little bit of Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 um, not okay. too, I didn't play too much of it but I did play some of that just because uh, there was one day where I was like extra stressed and needed to relax and. You know, so I, I opted to play that game. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it this week.
0: Well, I I, I will say this: uh, don't worry about um, you know Overwatch starting to get stale because we we know that Overwatch Two is in development. I'm pretty sure that will be out uh, sometime next gen. So by then, you'll definitely be ready to play that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, well, to be honest, I don't know if I want an Overwatch 2 because it's like, I don't know how it's going to work, to be honest, because this is an esport game and there is actually an esport, you know, for it. Um, so if they make an Overwatch 2 and they change the mechanics, that means the professional players are going to have to relearn the game, like they're going to have to relearn the new game. And that's going to take a lot of time. And, you know, Overwatch League is already scheduled for next year. So I yeah. don't I don't know what they would do if they did Overwatch Two. the The rumor I actually heard was that Overwatch Two is just um, story story driven, and it it doesn't have the competitive mode that this game has. So wow. th- that's the rumor that I heard. That is basically um, just story. Um, but if that's the case, I don't understand why it's not just an expansion for for this Overwatch. You know so. I don't know what they're gonna do i guess we gotta wait and see um at blizzcon which will be in a few months so uh we'll see
0: yeah but... i i i i i mean because i know active is involved i i i don't think they will let uh they definitely know they're gonna to have to have more than that in that game so we'll we'll certainly see whatever it is that they announce in regards to that in the next couple months
1: yeah hopefully uh it won't be a mobile uh game because you know how that's going to turn <laughs> out
0: oh no but i but you know now that you mentioned i think that that is going to eventually come to mobile devices i mean o- o- overwatch is not on switch yet right so that definitely feel like that's going to happen at some point in time they, they'll they'll find a way to make that happen maybe a little bit uh downgraded in quality but uh is i feel like it's definitely going to come to the switch and in other devices as soon as they figure out the best way to make it happen
1: (laughs) yeah I, i could see that happening i could see it coming to the switch
0: oh yeah absolutely so we'll see um as for what i've been playing um i really haven't been playing much of of anything I spent some time in uh, NBA 2K19 because uh, there's been quite a bit of activity in in NBA free agency. And uh, I discovered that that I started a new season. You know, obviously, you have an option to change the roster. Uh, And I I did discover uh, that there have been people who have already been watching every single trade that has been happening in the NBA and has been updating the roster to reflect Uh, all of those changes. So I pretty much downloaded all of the 2K20 roster so far and was playing through the season to see how certain teams perform well now that they have all these different players on their team. So that has been a very interesting experience to see, um, you know, my team, the Boston Celtics, a team that obviously lost Kyrie Irving in the regular season, uh, I mean to say, in the off season, this pat, this off season, uh, still make the playoffs, but still also get destroyed by other teams. And of course, the Lakers, who of course has LeBron James and Anthony Davis, they also during the NBA 2K19 simulation, they also made it far in the playoffs. But surprisingly, well, not really surprisingly, the Los Angeles Clippers are the team that won the NBA championship. And, of course, now they have uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So I thought that was very interesting that that was the team that, when I went through the simulation, won it all. So we'll see if um, that is how things actually play out next season. But uh, it was just interesting to see how using the updated rosters, um, it did make things a little bit more different. And, you know, obviously with NBA 2K20 coming out in September, I mean, everybody who's buying that game is buying that game for the updated rosters. Don't let uh, the devs fool you into saying, oh, we made a ton of changes to gameplay. No, I mean, it's some, of, some of the stuff feels mostly the same with every game that they release. They will make a few tweaks here and there. But for the most part, um, I'm not expecting any major changes. Of course, I want to see how they handle the story mode. Uh, the single-player mode, whatever stuff they have, they decided to go with that. But uh, other than that, um, yeah, I, I did get a good chance to play that and get a chance to see how it felt playing as the Celtics. And I'm looking forward to 2K20, but uh, I'm very curious to see what's going to be different from that game compared to uh, 2K19. So I'll find out in a couple of months. Um, and aside from that, um, I also, once again did go back to WWE 2K19 as well to again see some of the updates that people have made to the rosters. And of course, you know, because AEW exists now, a lot of people are creating AEW wrestlers. And I find it funny how now anytime that I go on, um, if I actually go into the library and I'm looking at the community creations, like the most amount of downloads are the AEW wrestlers, so I found that very funny. <laughs> so Obviously, there are people that are enjoying some of the that are in AEW. I know that they are not really considered real competition, even though Vince Man is definitely considering them competition. Um, but yeah, th- that was an interesting experience, just to see that and get a chance to play. And again, the community creations for these games are... This is something... I mean, I don't know why 2K does not hire some of these people that create these wrestlers because they do a damn better job updating the game than 2K ever does these WWE games. So hopefully they will consider doing that in the future. But I know they won't because they're all about that money and keeping as much money to themselves as possible. So it probably won't happen. But um, hey, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, though that's pretty much the only two games that I've spent time with. I'm aware that there are a ton of games coming out this month uh, towards the end of the month, but really, all of the games I want are coming out in August. So, I'll definitely have more to say about the stuff that I've had a chance to play in the future on the show. Because, yeah, again, we're in a bit of a slow period. I know the Marvel Ultimate Alliance is coming out next week, I believe. So, maybe, maybe we'll have something to say about that on the next show. Who knows? But for now, it's a pretty slow, slow season for gaming in terms of new releases. But that is going to change in August, so stay tuned for sure. So um that concludes what we've been playing for this week. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna jump right into the topics. So the first topic up uh, is all about uh Marvel's Avengers. You know, we received news that uh at San Diego Comic Con there is going to be a panel for Marvel's Avengers and pretty much uh, Square Enix has confirmed that they are going to show gameplay at that panel, but it's only going to be for those who are attending. So, in other words, the gameplay footage that's shown there, uh you won't see it released by Square Enix uh, publicly on YouTube or any of the other platforms. However, I'm pretty sure you will see some attendees that will try and take some footage and find a way to get it online. It may not be high quality, but I'm pretty sure this is going to happen because this does happen from time to time where if you go to San Diego Comic-Con, if there is a new trailer shown for a movie or what have you, that footage does eventually get out there. It may not be of a high quality, but it gets out there. So um, I will ask you first, Gary, uh, what do you think about this news? And then I can share my thoughts on the gameplay because I have a pretty good idea of what the show at, at, at Comic Con
1: based on what I saw At E3 uh, uh, back in June Yeah um, I feel like this is their way Of um, making Comic Con feel Very exclusive like they want The people who go there the attendees To feel like you know They they got something um, Exclusive that no one else will see You know but This footage will drop eventually I think <laughs> It's just a matter of when But I will say that um, they're taking far too long to show us, you know, this gameplay footage. Um, And from the outside looking in, it's like, are you guys even even confident in your game or what? Like, because I feel like we should have seen this gameplay at E3. Because a lot of people are starting to doubt the game, and um, you know, feel like it's just a, a cash grab and that it's all hype and. And it's all smoke and mirrors and things like that And obviously because um, There was so much criticism About the uh, the faces and everything It's starting to To feel like I'm seeing More negative comments About the game than, than positive at the moment So I feel like they definitely Do need to show Some gameplay just to reassure people You know who are interested in the game um, But you know Comic-Con is supposed to be a special thing, so, um, I I take it they just, you know, want to make sure that the, the people attending will feel special, that they saw something that others didn't, uh, but I'm sure the footage they do show will, it will either be the same, or it will be a lot of what they showed you guys behind the scenes at E3, so, um, you know, it probably won't be fully exclusive, but, um, obviously, the whole world hasn't seen it, so that's that's my thoughts on it
0: so oh yeah, so uh, I pretty much agree with with everything you had to say uh i as someone that has seen the footage um at e three and a lot of our other colleagues have also seen this footage who were at e three I mean, I think the game looks pretty good um obviously it's still rough around the edges, but from what I saw of the gameplay footage. Yeah, I think a lot of people will be hyped for this game and and they will appreciate what they have seen uh, which is why I don't really understand why they didn't just go ahead and and just reveal the footage I mean if you're going to show a trailer with the cinematic stuff and even with the gameplay footage those same cinematics are in there as well I don't understand why you just don't reveal full gameplay footage now because obviously this this game is not, you know, it comes out next May. That's going to be before E3 2020. So obviously there's not going to be another opportunity to showcase this unless you decide do you want to pick a day or an event to show this. Now what could end up happening is that you know, next month is uh, well no, towards the end of next month and going into September is Patch west. And we do know that CD Projekt Red has all already revealed they're going to release the gameplay footage that they showed, like the full gameplay thing that I was in. They're going to release that footage to the world at that event. So, very well, uh, you know, they could do the same approach this game and just show the gameplay footage at that time. But if they don't show it at that time, it's either going to have to be at another time that they decide or it's going to have to be at maybe the Game Awards later this year or any other event if Sony decides to have PSX. But I do feel like you're going to have to show this footage at some point because you're not going to have the benefit of coming to another E3 where you can actually show more about this game. The game is already going to be out this year by the time we get to E3. So if I was Square Enix, I would heavily consider this option and show this footage as soon as possible. Um, I will also add that the majority of the people who haven't seen the footage but they have seen marvel ultimate alliance 3 they have all said this game looks a lot better than that game and that's the game i want to play that is something that if i was for it i do not want fans to say because obviously you want people to get hyped for your game so hopefully you know whoever is in charge over there they do decide okay we are going to reveal this footage um and they'll just do it and reveal it to everybody because as you said the footage that is going to be shown at that comic con panel eventually it will get out before ahead of time even if marvel you know they ban the channel or whatever that release footage is still going to get out there before it's supposed to get out there um so i i don't really don't understand what the, what the secrecy is about i understand giving the attendees something because they have to wait in long lines to see this stuff but i mean at the end of the day all of this footage is going to get released anyway, so I really don't understand what's so special. Now, what they could have done at Comic-Con is reveal certain details about this game that they didn't reveal that is totally under, you know, a, a heavy, uh, you know, a heavy, uh, strict policy that they can't talk about it, but obviously, uh, they're not going to do that, so, um, I just don't know how they're going to approach this, but, uh, if i was Mar- if i was square enix and marvel i would just release the footage I, I don't really know what you have to hide now at this point you can give the others at that comic con panel something extra i i wouldn't be able to tell you what that is but they they should consider that i would say but they're going to do what they're going to do so i'm going to let them continue to do what whatever they whatever they want to do
1: <laughs> yeah indeed i mean Maybe, I mean, maybe they could give them something a little extra by revealing um, a special character or something um, that, you know, that people don't know is in the game yet. But um, like you said, as soon as as they announce anything or show anything, it's going to be on the Internet anyway. Like people are going to see it. People are going to know about it. So uh, there's there's only so much secrecy you can create at an event like this. Um, like all the big blockbuster movie trailers get leaked from comic-con as well Um, i I remember um, the whole batman versus superman trailer like the first trailer or whatever that they showed um, that was online straight away you know so (laughs) (laughs) so i mean people are going to see it regardless um, but i feel like they should just drop it they should drop it like the the day after comic-con or something like they should just release it online so people can see it because people are gonna find a way to see it anyway um and it's about time we we get that footage
0: i agree i agree 100 percent. it is about time we get so we'll see what happens um eventually eventually they they will they will um, do it but we'll see about that um but what I can say again of the footage, yeah, the game looks good. Um, I'm looking forward to it. As I said, it looked still looked rough around the edges, uh, but so it still needs some polish, still needs some refining. But uh, I mean, overall, I'm 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 looking forward to the game. I just I want to learn more and I need to see more. So hopefully they, they will show us more and yeah. so. Uh, any other thoughts on this topic before we move on to the next? Um,
1: uh, not really, no. But do you... Uh, I don't think I asked you this before, but you know they said there will be um, some exclusive content um, in Avengers coming to Sony. Um, do you think it's going to be Spider-Man as a, as a character?
0: So, you know, this is a good question. Um, I certainly think it is possible that it
1: whoa rich can you hear me rich you're cutting out a little hello 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 testing testing Technical difficulty. All right. Oh, there you are.
0: I Am I still here?
1: You. I hear you now.
0: Wow. So I guess Discord having some issues. So you can still hear me. Yeah, I hear you right now. Okay. I don't know what happened there because I, I I didn't move or anything. It just uh I don't know what happened. Uh, I will say that when we did WrestleCast, it was a bit of an issue. But, uh, yeah, we, we're going to have to figure this out. <laughs> All right. So to, to answer the question, um, you see, the Spider-Man thing is interesting because you, 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 you have played Spider-Man ps Obviously, the city, in New York City, it has other locations that other Avengers characters are tied to. So I definitely feel like if they do have some deal with Sony, we could see Spider-Man brought into this. I don't really know how you would introduce that and and if this is going to be something where it's like uh, he plays a small role. Because I feel like if you have Spider-Man in this, uh, the people who are Spider-Man fans, they will obviously make it a priority to get this game on PS4. And they may not see any incentive of getting it on any of the other consoles. So I, I don't really know what, um, to what extent Spider-Man would be involved if he is in it, but I definitely do think it's possible if that Sony deal is is on the table because we already know that Sony, that as as we discussed on this show, but letting, you know a couple of weeks ago with PS5, they want to focus more on. Doing more exclusive third-party content as well as just more exclusive content in general, so they definitely could could do a deal where they have Spider-Man appear in this game, and and they they, they are totally that's totally they had they totally have the money to do that happening, but uh, will it happen? Uh, we'll have to wait and see, but it certainly it can happen. Um, but here's a question for you though. What's well, Um, the villain that they introduced in that gameplay for uh is Taskmaster right Taskmaster was in the Spider-Man game Oh he was Yes as a DLC uh, you know when, when they had the um they had like a little a little uh challenge like one of those like they have those challenge maps the bonus content He was one of the characters that uh you did have an encounter with a couple of times so, a hundred percent, they can definitely, definitely do something with Spider Man in this. It just it depends if they want to go down that path.
1: Yeah, I, I think business wise, it it does make sense to introduce him just because you know the movies and everything. Like now, Spider Man is intertwined with the Avenger movies and and everything like that. And of course, you know you've got the Spider Man game on um, the PlayStation and the Sony deal and everything with marvel um, yeah so i think it just makes sense for that to be you know the the bonus content on ps5 and you know that if that's really what it is um that's a that's a major deal because it's definitely going to make everyone who's playing on xbox or you know a pc or whatever to feel like they're missing out because spider-man is a big deal like he's he's popular now
0: um, oh yeah
1: so people yeah. are gonna feel like they're missing out and they'll definitely try and get the, the PlayStation version
0: oh definitely um so I'm curious to see if that if that is the path that they're going to go down because uh, they certainly can based on the track record based on the history based on the deal um but yeah that that um I, w- I will say that if they do do that that will definitely make a lot of fans more forgiving. Of the fact that that they have not seen uh, our other friend Clint aka Hawkeye because that is the only character and that was a complaint during E3 when they saw that video Avengers where the hell was Hawkeye at so I I think people will definitely forget about that character if you have Spider-Man in in there to some extent (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah absolutely so we'll see But yeah, that game is not coming out for like another couple months, so uh, I guess uh, there's still a lot more to learn. Hopefully we will learn more details in the next couple of months. Indeed. So uh, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, And This is a topic where uh, I have to admit, uh, well now we do have a colleague that... uh, has purchased this game. He was he was in the the Kickstarter campaign. One of our very good friends or colleagues, niece, He apparently was not uh, bothered by this, but uh, let's address this. Basically, we've heard that Shenmue Three news this week. All the people that backed the game on Kickstarter won't be getting access to the season pass. So, in other words, if anybody who purchased this, you know, on Kickstarter early. If they are interested in the season pass content, they're going to have to buy that separately. So I wanted to ask you, Gary, uh, do you think this is fair for the people that have been invested in this game since uh, it was announced, or do you think uh, no uh, that the, that they that they, that it is that they that they definitely should pay more if they want to get the season pass content?
1: Um, so yeah, it's it's the. Uh... It's the season pass and the pre-order bonus content. Um, Uh-oh. And um, the thing is, if you're backing the game, that's that's basically a pre-order and more. Like, that's, that's more powerful than a pre-order, in my opinion, because you're funding the game, you know? So you should automatically have access to all this. Like, in my opinion, if you're backing the game's creation, you should have the game... And all of the content, you know, even if there's two season passes, you should have all of that content included because you're one of the people that made it happen at the end of the day. Now, you could set it to a certain threshold. So, um, you know, only people who paid uh, $60 or more or whatever the different price tiers were, you know, only these people will get all of the bonus content included or whatever. But I feel like... Yeah, if you if you backed the game, you know, um, at, at the right tier, you should have all of this content. There's no reason why you shouldn't. And it's all digital content. So it's not like it's not easy to give these people the content, you know? Like, it, it's just... It's a few lines of code and you can unlock it for these people. Like... <laughs> or you can you can all uh you can give them a voucher to unlock it themselves or whatever like there's there's a lot of ways they can do this there's no reason for these people not to have this uh bonus content like you're basically saying you want to you know continue to milk these people as customers even though they helped you fund the game and um i think that's uh, a disgrace in my opinion um and you know um Shouts to Ramiz. I know if I was back in this game, I would be pretty pissed, to be honest, um, to know that I wouldn't be getting that bonus content. And this is a lot of uh, the reason why I'm starting to fall fall out of love for the gaming industry, because all these big companies and studios and stuff, it's like they're just trying to milk gamers now. Like they're just trying to farm money from, from gamers. With these practices, you know... um, And it's getting out of hand... Um, And there's just certain games where I feel like... You shouldn't be... You shouldn't be um, having DLC content... And this is one of those games... Like Shenmue 3... Um, If you had to... You know... This game wouldn't exist without... um, Community funding and stuff... Like... It wouldn't... You know... It wouldn't even exist... So... Why are you even having DLC content? Like, if you if you had to beg for money to get it made, you know, um, it's just ridiculous in my opinion. Um, and why, like, why why is it DLC? Why can't it just be in the game itself? Like, you're clearly just wanting to to milk people before you even give them a quality experience. Because that's another thing we don't even know how this game is going to turn out. It could be. <laughs> it could be buggy as hell it could be broken like we don't even know it's going to be a good game you know like at least put this game out and then if there's uh if there's a Shenmue 4 then you can go crazy with that one you know if 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 a lot of people love Shenmue 3 and it's well received you can go crazy with Shenmue 4 and do all the DLC or whatever cuz clearly the fan base will want more content but with this, with Shenmue 3, we don't know how it's going to be. Like, it, it could be completely broken. It might not, you know, it might not be what people expected it to be. So I feel like it's completely wrong to to ask people for more and more money, you know, for, for extra content and things like that. I think everything should just be in, in one purchase, um, especially for the people who backed the game. Um, so that's my thoughts on it.
0: No, I I absolutely agree with everything you had to say. Um now as you st- as you stated, if there was a tiered system on Kickstarter, which we know there is, and you paid a certain amount of money to get the game, like you paid the top dollar amount, then I think you at least 100% you should at least be getting all of the pre-order content. Um I understand that they don't want to give it access to everybody. But I, I, but I just think it's, it's absolutely ridiculous that it's not there. Now, obviously, there are some people like your boy, like our boy, Rabis that does not care about the pre-order bonus. Um, so maybe that content won't be important. But I, I just think, based on the principle alone, that the game would not be, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been created without the people who actually backed it. So I kind of feel like that's something that, they definitely, the devs should work alongside the publisher to at least make sure that people are going to get access to this um just uh, my personal opinion but i guess that at the end of the day uh i guess the majority of people are just concerned about how this game is actually going to turn out now obviously it's been delayed multiple times uh it is it is supposedly coming out this this year you know supposedly we, we have to wait to see if it hits actually hits that that that, that, that release date but um, what
1: what what is the new release date again
0: I think it's coming out in November. Um, okay. I believe it's coming out in, in November. I mean, don't quote me on that. It, all I know is that they said it's coming out this year. So I'm gonna wait to see if that actually happens, um, and then then we'll debate it and see it there. But I, I I do think the people who actually back the game, they should get access to all of the content because, as you said, if it wasn't for them backing the game, putting money toward Uh, the game wouldn't be created in the first. So uh, it's unfortunate that uh, as of right now, as it stands, that this is a situation that uh, people are going to have to deal with. But hopefully the devs and the publisher are going to take better action to make sure that they try to accommodate those that uh, actually put their hard-earned money into this game. Um, But we'll see what happens. Uh, As for the quality of the game, um, the last gameplay video I saw, I mean, it looked okay. Uh, I don't really know how the game looks now, because we haven't really seen any recent footage of it, any recent gameplay yet. So, but hopefully for their sake, it turns out good, because a lot of people, a lot of people will be disappointed. They already was mad that it got delayed and they have to wait for it to release. So hopefully, when it actually releases, it actually is meets everybody ex- meets everybody's expectation. But we'll see what happens.
1: Uh yeah, low key, there's already been three strikes against this game. Like three Uh-oh. three three pretty big red flags already. Like so number one, it got delayed. Um delayed again, I should say. Um and number two, there was the whole uh you know, the fact that it's no longer releasing on Steam day one, um because they, they now got uh, and this is the thing too. They got extra funding from Epic Games so that they can make it exclusive to the Epic Game Store. So they got more money, um, and that's another reason why they should be giving the the, the pre-order DLC to the backers for free. Um, and you know, Strike Three is is of course what we're just talking about with the the backers not getting the pre-order content and and the games. Uh, the season pass and stuff, so so yeah, that, that's three red flags for this game, in my opinion, so when November comes this game better be perfect if, otherwise, it's gonna be
0: <laughs>
1: this is gonna be the new Fallout 76 and Anthem, if it's not perfect when it comes out, so
0: yeah. Oh, oh, whoa, well, I, I hope, whoa, I hope it's not that bad well, I hope it's not that that that, that bad
1: Let's hope so, <laughs> let's hope it's not that bad but <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I'm just uh, really wary of this game at the moment with with all these news topics surrounding it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll we'll certainly see how that pans. Um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, it, well, the way I look at it, there, there are still time to fix this to fix this issue. So hopefully, if they actually want to take the action to fix it, then they will explore that but i i mean i i don't i don't think it's too late for them to figure out how to give this content to the fans to the backers especially but if they are it depends if they truly are motivated to do that because if it's all about the money then they may not care about that but i mean hey they still have some time so we'll have to wait and see um how they decide to approach it
1: yeah all we can do now is wait till november and see what happens, but I hope for their sake there's no more negative news coming for this game. Um and hopefully everything from, from now on is gonna be positive. But those three strikes back to back, like you know, it's it's got me real curious about what's gonna happen now.
0: Hmm. Yeah, we'll see about that. So any other thoughts on this topic before we move on to uh, the next?
1: Uh, no, that, that's pretty much all I had to say on it.
0: <laughs> awesome. Okay. So, I, I, I wanted to add in this topic because uh, I saw that this was some news that was reported on earlier in the week. Um, and I was very happy to hear it, not just as a someone who appreciates hand-drawn animation, but I'm very happy with the success story that happened with this game and that it's going to be getting a lot more attention now and a much bigger medium. So it was announced uh, earlier this week that uh, Cuphead is actually going to be getting an animated show on Netflix. Uh, the show was going to be called uh, The Cuphead Show. It's going to follow the adventures of Cuphead and his brother, Mugman. Um, and it's not going to be tied to the game in any way, shape, or form. Obviously, it's going to focus on the characters and, you know, it's going to basically give a bigger view of the type of world that they live in. Uh, it's being uh, produced by uh, CJ Kettler. And also, uh, the executive producers are, of course, going to be Chad and Jared Malahadder, Mala, Mala, Mala uh, who are the guys that actually created they were behind the actual game itself but they did they did say that um this particular animation series uh it is going to be kid-friendly but there is going to be some things in there that are going to be geared to adults as well so but the whole point is to appeal to a wider audience which i think is interesting but yes uh the series that there's no uh actual release date as to when this series is coming out uh, i believe the current expectation is it's going to be sometime in 2020 because it was also announced that there is going to be some uh, DLC expansion coming to Cuphead also in 2020 called The Delicious Last Course. So um, definitely a lot going on for this particular series, for this for this particular game. So I wanted to get your thoughts, Gary. If you had any thoughts on uh, the decision to bring this particular series to netflix as an animated cartoon uh
1: i I think it's a good idea because um you know i did play a bit of a cuphead um i played a lot actually with um ramiz and Carl, um and yeah one of one of the things that stand out about that game is the animation style like it's really it, it looks really good and it reminds me of like old school classic cartoons and stuff so there's mm-hmm. there's definitely potential there um, for this to become an animated series. Um, and, you know, it's definitely a good idea for, for Netflix to grab that up and everything. So um, I definitely feel like this has potential and I, I think it's a great idea to do a show. And I hope that we also see more Cuphead games as well in the future. Um, not sure if there's any plans for them to tie them in together. Because like you said, you know, it's it's going to be a separate kind of thing but yeah i i feel like there's a lot of potential for for the cuphead brand to uh keep existing as as you know um an animated show and as a video game so i'm excited to see what uh, the future brings but um i do have another netflix related question for you but uh, yeah, i'm going yes. to i'm, I'm going to wait I've... i'm going to wait in, in case you have more to say about cuphead specifically
0: well, well, no, I, I, I also have a question. Well, I think uh, we may end up having the same question. So all I will say is I'm glad that uh, Cuphead is uh, getting more attention. I know that the creators, they told the story about they had to take a second mortgage out on their, uh Had to work a lot of odd jobs while they were making this game, all just to get the game done. And they spent a lot of time on it. So I'm just so happy for them that, number one, the game was a success. And number two, that now this same universe is being adapted into an animated series. So Definitely looking forward to it. Um, And yeah, I wish them well. But yes, what is this other question you were going to ask about Netflix?
1: Yeah, so um, uh, we got to have a real conversation here about Netflix. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, we know the history. We know, uh, you know, blockbusters and everything. Um, Netflix approached them, said... Yo, we got this streaming technology uh, You guys can implement it in uh, Blockbusters and everything uh, Blockbusters ran them out the building and laughed at them And then they created Netflix and the rest is history Like uh, Blockbuster got disrupted and ran out of business And now we have Netflix They're like, um, well, they were like the biggest streaming service People started binging a bunch of TV shows and everything but now it's two thousand nineteen and um there's a few other services coming to the market um and you know there there's uh, talks of this um warner deal this warner service that's coming that's gonna have h b o and um you know a bunch of other stuff in it um i think h b o warner brothers d c stuff c w or whatever like it's gonna be a bunch of stuff basically in one service. Um, and then, of course, we got the Disney streaming service coming. So <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um, my question for you is, is Netflix about to be disrupted? Because I'm hearing a lot of people say, actually, that they're not as satisfied with Netflix as they used to be. Um, and that the quality of the content on there has slipped dramatically. Um, so like, what's your so, thoughts on it?
0: So I yeah, th- this is this is an excellent question um i personally think that uh netflix is is definitely al- already in the midst of being disrupted. um i would say that we can certainly i mean i haven't seen all of the content that's going down. now i have watched stranger things season three and i agree 100 percent with what critics are saying this is without a doubt the best season of stranger things period that that was a very impressive uh season. From start to finish
1: even better than the so, first one i i'm a uh, i'm i'm on um i'm like halfway no not halfway I'm like um on episode three i'm at the end of episode three i think but um yeah uh, is it is it like you would say it's better than the first season
0: uh i would i i maybe would probably have to go back and see more of the first season before I make that comparison but i i have to say It's definitely a fantastic season from start to finish. Uh, It it, it feels a lot more complete. There are are certain things that will happen towards the end of this season that uh, obviously it will have ramifications should they decide to do a season four. But I I just like how they handle a lot of the different topics that they addressed in this particular season as far as the kids growing up, getting older, and then going through all these different changes and stuff like that. And then, of course, the, the 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 enemy in this season, the antagonist, is uh, yeah, it, it's a really really crazy antagonist. What happens at the end is uh, definitely something that's going to leave a lot of people. It's a lot of people going to be asking questions about once they see how that this season ends for those who haven't seen it yet. But I thought I thought they did a fantastic job on season three. So I I think in terms of the quality on Netflix. I honestly feel like right now, uh, if you are somebody who has had success in the entertainment industry, whether it's creating uh animated, uh, you know, cartoon or a film, or a short film or stuff for TV, this is right now the best time to be that type of person because you literally can be approached by Netflix, Disney, all these different sort to and then they then they will tell you to name a price because they are going to be bidding your content to put on their service so i feel netflix right now we have some shows that are of quality but if i was them i definitely would be concerned about what are we going to do this is why this is great to see this uh cuphead show get picked up because i feel that um they definitely are going to have to do that uh you can, can 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 you hear me
1: yeah, I hear you. It's just a a little choppy. Uh oh. Um, say say something again.
0: Uh, can you hear me now?
1: Oh yeah, you're good now.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's up with the connection. I may have to uh, switch to a phone or something, perhaps. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I I mean I I just think right now Netflix they're in a situation where I think they acknowledge. I mean they may not just. They are definitely concerned about Disney. They are definitely concerned about this HBO Max service. They're concerned about all these people. I think Disney more so because they had access to Disney and Marvel content, and now that all that stuff is being removed from Netflix, um, you have to be concerned about, well, what are we going to do to replace this? Because I'm pretty sure that a lot of people watched Avengers uh, you know, Infinity War over and over and over again on Netflix. And they got a lot of a lot of attention, a lot of views, a lot of business off of that. So um, obviously they have to focus more on the original content. Now they do have a lot of people that they have picked up, a lot of shows they have picked up. So they they should be okay long term. But I, I think ultimately we're gonna find out. I think more so heading into next year how Netflix stands in terms of the competition, because again, you know, Amazon has their service. They have a show that dana has been talking about uh called the boys and i saw a preview of this show when i went to the movie theaters this past week that show is going to be a very big deal for amazon so i'm i'm very curious to see where netflix is going to be at a year from now i mean i mean i don't don't think they're going to fall off completely they still have some content people want to watch but they absolutely 100% shut the competition because um it's, it's going to get very competitive. And once Disney releases their service, and of course we know it is significantly cheaper than Netflix, I think Netflix may be forced to drop their price at some point in time. Because even Hulu is cheaper than Netflix now. So I feel like, yeah, it, it, something has got to give it as far as that's concerned. So I'm not going to say Netflix is completely done, but it's going to definitely get a lot more competitive. And of course only the strong survive So I hope that they have a strategy and plan To remain relevant and continue Justifying Why they should charge more for their service So we'll see what happens
1: Oh yeah for certain Um, They're they're definitely going to have to rethink that price Because that Disney price is amazing Um, And and the quality of content You're getting on that is Wow Um, So yeah they'll have to rethink the price and they definitely have to go back to the drawing board. I mean, I think this is why they put the price up because they they know they need to make more original content, and uh, I guess they need that money to produce that content. Um, oh yeah. And we know they have The Witcher coming, and and now Cuphead. I. Um, I think I think there was another video game series coming, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah. Um, I, I, oh, go
0: ahead. I actually was going to ask you. We didn't speak about this. What did you think of the of the Witcher photos that they released of uh <laughs> a, a, a couple of weeks ago?
1: Oh man. Uh I I'm, I'm just not a fan of Henry Cavill as uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as as Geralt. Um I mean he's a cool actor and everything, but I don't know. He like whenever I see him as Geralt, I just think He's Superman. Like, he. I don't see him as Garol. Like, I just see him as Henry Cavill, in in like a, a wig or something. Um, so I. I don't know. Like, maybe it will improve when I actually see see it in motion and see like the the first episode or whatever. Like, maybe I'll get into him as Garol and get into the Garol character and everything. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I just look at him and see Henry Cavill. Like. Um so I, I don't think it's I'm not sold yet, basically.
0: Well, I I, I totally understand that. Um I you know yeah, I, I, I don't see it yet either. Maybe once I actually see the first trailer, then it will sink in and give me an idea as to whether or not I would enjoy the show, but uh it's very hard just going basing off those roles to be like, Oh, I'm 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 hyped for this now. I mean I'm very interested in seeing what the show is like, but uh the characters so on and so forth i have to see more to be sold on why this is uh this is something to be excited about so we'll we'll have to have take a wait and see approach that
1: <laughs> yeah, and I just hope it it doesn't look low budget like 'cause um 'cause the thing is with like uh let's use those marvel shows and as an example like um I understand that um, they were focusing on lower-level Marvel characters that, you know, tend to just stick to street-level stuff, so there wasn't need for a lot of special effects. But I feel like sometimes the big budget and the special effects was missing from those shows, and there were times when they used them, and it it didn't look great at all. Um, (laughs) I I recall in Jessica Jones Season 2... When they had uh, I forgot the name of that character. But uh, they had the guy who runs really fast. And the effects they used on him. Was like just terrible. Like it looked awful. Like really bad. So I hope that you know. Th- this is the Witcher is going to be a fantasy world. Which means there's going to need to be a lot of like. You know um, effects and stuff. Because you're dealing with fantasy. And you know in the, in the Witcher game you see a lot of um you know magical things like all the time it's not like game of thrones where there's there's magic every once in a while but not all the time like in in the witcher universe there's always magic and monsters and and stuff like that so i hope that the budget allows them to to do all that stuff correctly
0: i you know i would hope that also But I will say this, if if I'm Netflix and I know that I was going to make this show, um, I definitely would have cut a check. Give a check to Weta, because we already know what they did with Lord of the Rings. That is the quality uh, that you need to really portray this fantasy, fantasy setting with all the creatures and all this other type of stuff. That is who I would have went after, Weta Digital, to do this. But obviously... That probably would have made the show too expensive to create. So um, we'll have to wait and see. I, w- I will say this, though. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but uh, the effects in Stranger Things Season 3 is pretty good. And when you get towards the end, when they have the massive, uh, you know, I guess you could say the, the boss battle, that the effects on that is uh, absolutely incredible. So uh, I'll be curious to hear what you say once you see that.
1: Oh yeah the, the effects in in Stranger Things has always been great um I guess they they purposely give that show a, a really good budget um yeah. I feel like I feel like they're not going to do that for for The Witcher though cuz um I feel like in in general with a lot of like film creators and and TV series producers and stuff I think they they look at video games as like second rate And usually they don't give it the budget It deserves kind of thing Because some of them expect it to fail And that mentality alone Just kills it from the start Um, Yeah So I mean I I just hope that They are smart enough to um, To invest in it and and actually Give it the same level budget as a Stranger Things But um, everything I'm seeing Tells me different so Until I see it I don't know Like it I'm just worried about it. That's all.
0: I <laughs> oh, I fully understand that. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have to see how it pans out. It is coming out this year, so I guess we'll, we'll see more later whether or not the show is. Uh... Oh, it's out this year. I thought I thought they said it's, it stars this later this year. I mean, I don't know 100 percent for sure. Oh, that's but I could have swore. Yeah, I could have swore because originally it was going to start in 2020, but I think they did something to at least make it start this year i I have to double check that so i will check that as we continue to talk but uh we'll we'll see about that
1: all right well when that drops i'm definitely gonna review that show whether it's good or bad
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah and here yeah yeah the first episode is in 2019 there's no release date but it is supposed to start uh sometime in in 2019 there's no other no, no other. This the only window they give is 2019. So we'll have to wait to get more details on that. Fair enough. Yes. So, um, I guess let's move on to the next to- topic. Since you mentioned uh, the fantasy world of The Witcher, we're now going to talk about another uh, particular game with fantasy in the title. That is Final Fantasy VII remake. My circle. oh yes, yes, yes. Well, hey, I give you, I give you credit for for, for mentioning fantasy. <laughs> uh, this now, this particular story is uh, is all over the place, so I'm not really sure where we stand on this. I'm gonna give a shout out to our very good friend Weapon X, aka Reggie. Because we have been having this discussion in another chat, and he is telling me, don't listen to it, because this game is definitely coming to all platforms. But obviously, we got a report this week that Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, initially, earlier in the week, I believe it was uh, it was an Xbox game that has since been removed. And then we saw Square Enix release a statement that said Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to PS4 and it's not coming to any other platforms. So obviously, I don't know if this is indeed exclusive to PS4 and Square Enix doesn't want to announce any other platforms at this time or if it is definitely coming to everything else. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this because obviously the latest update when they released that statement, it it, it seemed pretty definitive, definitive to me this is only coming to PS4. It's not coming to anything else. So I don't really know whether to believe, oh, it is coming to something else or, or what. So let me get your thoughts first and foremost as to what you think is going on with Final Fantasy Seven Remake.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's uh, obviously it's very confusing. Um, so let me just uh, go down the timeline real quick. So when the, fir- the when the game was first announced in um 2015 it obviously it was announced at the Sony press conference and um after the initial announcement it seems to be um it seems like they were uh, basically stating that it would be timed exclusive and that it you know there's a possibility of it um coming to other platforms but it's it's timed exclusive for for PlayStation um so now you know, um, 2019. Obviously, state of play. We we see the game emerge again, um, and it seems like Square Enix is is um, very closely aligned with Sony in the marketing and promotion for this game. Um, and um, so now, where the, where the confusion is coming in, is basically uh, there was this um, this Xbox Germany um, Twitter account or something, and they. <laughs> They posted a picture of the Final Fantasy remake, um, and you know, I said that it will be coming in on March 1st, 2020. But then, um, somebody I guess who's affiliated with that account came out and said, No, nope, that, w- that was a mistake, our social team made a mistake, and you know, that is not the case. And then, obviously, Square Enix made a statement and cleared it up and said, As previously announced. Final Fantasy 7 Remake will be released for the PlayStation 4 on March the 2020, and we have no plans for other systems. So uh, obviously, you know, with the, the Xbox account admitting that they made a mistake, and then Square Enix um, coming out with that firm statement, it suggests that, you know, they're entirely focused on the PlayStation platform right now. Um, and that's interesting because um the talk i remember it clearly after um e3 2015 um immediately a lot of people you know a lot of uh some fanboys and stuff they were all like oh but it's coming out on xbox 2 like it's not an exclusive and you know that was kind of the talk back then but (laughs) it seems to be very different now and obviously um we've talked about this on the previous episodes Sony um, seem adamant on on locking in some exclusives for the PS5 and stuff. Yeah. So um, I guess a new deal has been struck and um, that this will indeed be, you know, an exclusive. Now, that's not to say that maybe once all... Because this is going to be a multi-part game. So maybe when all parts have released on the PlayStation, maybe there'll be like a... Um, you know game of the year edition on on other platforms where it's like the whole game or something or you know all versions of the game um so maybe that would happen in the future but again we we don't know um if if that will happen and and we don't know how long it's going to take for all parts of the game to release anyway like we could be talking like a whole nother decade um (laughs) like it could be 2030 by the time that happens so um who knows um. So yeah, uh, my opinion on it. Um, I was hoping that I would get to play this on PC, just because Square Enix have, has been sharing a lot of love on the PC. They've released like every Final Fantasy game on PC, pretty much. Um, and yeah, I mean, even Final Fantasy um 15 is on there. Um, the MMO is on there. Like, you can get all of it basically on on PC, but it seems like the only way I'll be able to, to experience this at the moment is on PlayStation. So, um, you know, I did make a few tweets this week to confirm that, you know, I will be back on the PlayStation platform. Thanks to square Enix, you know, all it took was for them to bring me back. So, uh, when, when, <laughs> <Yeah>. when this, <laughs> when this game comes out, I will come back to the PlayStation. So a year from now, I'll be back. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, it's smart on Sony's end to lock this game in, I think. Um, it's definitely smart business. Um, and the game itself is kind of synonymous with the PlayStation, because this, this was one of the standout games on the original PlayStation, you know, the original Final Fantasy VII. So it makes sense um, historically. And um, I feel like it's a good move for Sony business-wise, even though I did want to play it on another platform um I think this is good business for them because it's going to ensure that people will stick with the PlayStation brand so so that they can play this game now obviously this comes out on the PS4 a lot of people already have PS4 but I feel like you're going to need to have a PS5 to continue the the entire story so yeah your um it's good business from Sony because they're going to make sure that people do buy the ps5 because they're going to want to play the rest
0: of this series so that's uh, a very good point um yeah i mean i i the thing is yes it's, a, it's an excellent business strategy for sony to do this and you know I, I did mention when this news broke and we was talking in the other chat i i think this is a very big deal ...because of what Sony said they were going to do with PS5... ...to make a better effort to get stuff more exclusive to their console. So, this definitely will give the impression to somebody that... ...well, if I want to play this game day one, I need to have a PS4. Uh, And obviously, as you said... uh, ...the other episodes will more than likely also... ...take some time to to, to finish, so... ...anyone that plays on PS4 will want to continue the game... ...will have to get a PS5, perhaps... You know, I mean, or you know, if the game when it does come out, it's still also want to be compatible with PS4. I don't really know how that whole situation. But what I do know is, um, it is a good business strategy for Square Enix and Sony. Um, but as you said, uh, I'm about 100% certain this game will eventually come to Xbox as well and PC because there's another game that's that that Square Enix released. Uh, a few years ago, one game that I very, very much enjoyed called Nier Automata. And when that game released, it was only on PS4 and PC, but eventually it came to Xbox. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure that this game will eventually also come to Xbox. It's just, it's going to be one of those time-exclusive deals where it's going to take a while to actually come out. Um, But if you want to play this right now, like, Right now, as soon as it drops, then you've got to get it on PS4. smart strategy. Microsoft has done this strategy before. They did it with Tomb Raider all those years ago. So, uh, yeah, this is probably definitely going to happen. Um, but, yeah, because, because we already know Square Enix is a company, like any other company that loves money. I really heavily doubt they're only going to want to release this on one platform and then not release it on another platform later. Especially when they know people are going to go out and buy this game, there's no way in hell they're not going to want to get more money by having it on a platform. So eventually, it definitely, definitely coming to us in PC, but uh, not just not coming in, in in March. It's going to be further, further down the road, as you said. Um, but yeah, a great strategy though, I have to say, business wise.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And um, I'm interested to see, you know, what other deals Sony lock in, because seems like they're about to be on a rampage in terms of locking in exclusives. So.
0: Oh, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, you, you'll you see uh, all their regular exclusives, like uh, Spider-Man game, uh, Rise of Zero Dawn 2, uh, whatever they do with Uncharted, if they decide to make another Uncharted game. Um, of course, another God of War. But yeah, the third-party deals. I'm very interested to see what exactly they can do. I'm pretty sure Yakuza, the Yakuza series, will continue, um, and the list goes on. So this is definitely the start of that. Um, I don't. I don't think people should overlook it when they said, "Oh yeah, timed exclusive," or, or and they had released that statement. Yeah, I think that what this is the start of them getting uh, a content exclusive to PS4. So we'll see what happens. Um but yeah. Looking forward to it. I'm, so
1: I'm definitely looking forward to it.
0: Oh yeah, so so I'm pretty sure yeah, I'll be curious to see how people respond to you now. The ones that said, Oh, you said you're gonna get rid of the PlayStation, you know they, they, you didn't get no responses yet from that, have you?
1: <laughs> no, I think people are sick of me by now. Like
0: Yeah, but they, <laughs> they when they, they they see they see this. Maybe, maybe they'll they'll be fans again. Maybe they will follow you again instead of unfollowing Twitter and banning yeah, you but, and all this.
1: Maybe I can get unblocked now by that one guy. I hope so. <laughs>
0: we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, so with that said, let's now move on to the final topic for today. Uh, I think this is obviously the uh, the biggest news this week is. Uh, ...that Nintendo announced... ...that they are going to be releasing the... ...Nintendo Switch Lite... ...which is going to be... ...a portable only... ...Nintendo Switch console... ...uh, it is set to launch... ...in September... ...and it's only going to cost... ...$200... ...so, um, obviously... ...for those that are interested in... ...the Nintendo Switch Lite... ...and they don't want to pay for the regular... ...Nintendo Switch... They now have another option um, as to what they can use. So um, I know right now uh, neither one of us has a switch, but I wanted to ask you, Gary. So what is your opinion of this announcement by Nintendo? Do you think that the Nintendo Switch Lite may be worth purchasing, or do you think that um, people should probably just go ahead and pick out the regular pick up the the regular the, the Nintendo Switch instead?
1: Um now i'm I'm actually in the market for a switch like I definitely want to get one this year um and I remember we, we, we spoke about the rumors last time with Taylor on the show yeah. um and at that time, I was under the impression that uh the light wouldn't come the light version wouldn't come with a um uh with a dock, but you could still dock it if you already had one. Uh, that doesn't seem to be the case, so it's, it's strictly handheld only. Um, and for that reason, I, you know, I don't think I would want to get this version personally, just because I want the option. I want the option to go to the dock and, you know, the screen, um, and you know, then to take my game with me on the go as well. If I want to, um, I at least want the option to be there. I don't want to be, you know, strictly locked in to one way of playing. Because um, I think that's the main appeal of the, the Nintendo Switch—the fact that you can actually switch, you know. So <laughs> um, with this version, it's handheld only. To me, I'm looking at this as basically the the DS, the 3DS killer. Like this is the 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 new evolution of 3DS. Um, obviously, the Switch is already kind of. Um, uh, I mean, I don't want to say kill the 3DS because there's still people who play it, but um, it has kind of taken over already from the the, uh, 3DS market. Um, And I think this version, you know, just for those people who didn't upgrade to a Switch and are still playing on 3DS or whatever, like, I think this is definitely suited for them because, you know, it's going to be cheap. Like, it's not too expensive and um, if you're used to playing on the go anyway And playing on the go is, oh. is how you like to play What's up?
0: Oh no, you, 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 you cut out for a second But I think you're, you're fine
1: now Okay, yeah, so like this is a good uh, Handheld replacement basically is what I'm saying And also I think this is perfect for the younger market as well um, Like if you wanted to get your you know, your little niece or nephew or you know your son, daughter, um a Nintendo Switch, I think this is a great deal for them. Uh but for the more hardcore gamers, you know, and, and people like me, I think I want the OG Switch um still. So um my thoughts are I think the price range is great and I think it's great for people who like to game on the go. But um for me personally I want more options and I, I prefer you know the um, the flexibility of the OG Switch, so that's the one that I'm going to be getting.
0: I I I I would say that that's a uh, wise decision. That is exactly. You know, here's the thing. I know which bundle for providing another option for those that only want the handheld option i do agree that even though and i thought i thought it was funny how they also when they released this they said this does not mean that we're not going to be supporting the uh the the the, the, the 3ds you know so they, they i'm pretty sure they know people were going to say hey well, why do i need a nintendo 3ds when i could just get this instead i'm glad they acknowledged that but uh, at, at the same time that is going to happen think a lot of people are going to want to move towards this and play less less of the 3ds but with that said i honestly think that the regular nintendo switch is the version to stick with and if i was going to announce this version as nintendo announced i mean i feel like announcing it and then saying it's coming out in september i don't think that was a wise decision i mean if you're going to announce something i would it like shortly after you announce it I mean September is not long uh, it's not long from now but still it's long enough where if I'm thinking about games I want to purchase in the fall I'm saving up the money now for those games. And obviously I'm going to want to buy those games instead of buying another console because if I spend money on the actual games I'll be able to get more games as opposed to the console which is $200 that that's, a, that's asking for a lot compared to a game that's $60. So um I don't think I would have done that. I also, to add on to that, for what I just said, if they were going to make this announcement, I would have saved this announcement for next year when you have Sony dropping their new system and Microsoft dropping their new system. Because what's going to happen next year is all of the talk is going to be on the next Xbox and the PS5. And then when it comes to the Nintendo Switch, I I mean, I would, because again, when all the new hardware is going to be out next year, I would think that would be when you would want to announce what, this particular Nintendo console. You know, you don't need to announce a new Nintendo, but release the Switch at a time when hardware is going to be hot. So then people would have to make a decision as to whether or not they're going to want to get this. So by them deciding to announce it an early, I mean, it's still going to be successful. People are still buying the Nintendo Switch. But I would have waited to announce this next year when there's going to be a lot more competition. Now, I hope, I, like I said, hopefully Nintendo has a lot of big software game, big games dropping in 2020 software-wise to compete with whatever Microsoft and, and uh, Sony are going to be doing on their platforms. But, um, yeah, I, I just uh, – I would have held off on this announcement. and At least if I was going to make the announcement, I would say, okay, the system is out like next week or the week after next but September, that's still a little ways away from now, so I wouldn't have announced it yet. I would have waited, but that's just my opinion.
1: Yeah, and also, like, you're gonna, um, a lot of people will probably hold off of buying an OG Switch now because they know a cheaper version of the console is coming in in September, so they, they might have stopped some sales, like, from happening by announcing it so early.
0: That's true. And that's not really a good a good thing because they have the the Fire Emblem game is out this month as well as Marvel Ultimate Alliance. So I definitely wouldn't have announced it now because I heard that Fire Emblem game is like an eighty hour game. Um, and of course, like I said, Marvel Ultimate Alliance is out in a couple of days. So I don't for those that want to play those games, they're not gonna wait. But they, For those that are that that want to play those games now, I think they 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 may consider if they depending on how bad they want to play it, they may go and buy it now. But for those that you know have an option of waiting, yeah, you're right, you're absolutely right. They will wait to get the cheaper version at two hundred dollars in September. And yeah, you definitely missed out on some sales by announcing that. But uh, I guess uh, the Switch is doing so well. Nintendo might not even this might not even affect them that negative, because um, Switch is still. I mean, every time we look at the MPD, Nintendo Switch games are in that lineup every single time. So um for at least for now, they, they seem to be in a good position. But I definitely would have waited to make this announcement if I was them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. But I'll, I'll be interested to see what the sales are like for for this. Like, I want to know how much it's going to sell in comparison to, uh, you know, um, how much the Switch sells that same month, like the OG Switch. Um, Because I want to know, like, how many people actually want this, like, this version of the console. Um, And um, I would also like to know the percentage of people buying an additional one, like, because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of um, Switch owners buying this version as well. Um, either for someone else in their household or, I don't know, maybe even for themselves, who knows. But, um, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, see what it does sales-wise.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we'll see. But, uh, with that said, any other topic anything else you want to say on the Switch or any other topics? before we uh get ready to wrap up
1: uh that's pretty much all i had to say
0: no Cool. yeah so with all that said uh that does to conclude our show for this week um now obviously uh next week is uh the next show will be our big 300th episode, so we're going to definitely have a, a couple of uh, things to think about. We may have some other guests on as well for that episode. But, you know, in the meantime, we definitely want to thank you all for your continued support. Uh, I would like to give a shout-out to everybody. Uh, you know, Dana and I will be recording another show uh, in, in, you know, pretty soon, so stay tuned for that. But, yeah. Thank you all for listening to this week's show. Shout out to all the people who had a chance to watch. If you were unable to watch live, as I mentioned earlier, we do have issues with YouTube at the moment, but uh, the show will be coming back to YouTube at some point. But uh, we have to wait until that issue gets resolved. Thank you for your continued support. And uh, Gary, the floor is now yours for uh, shout outs.
1: Yep, so uh, I want to give a special thanks to some people who have been consistent supporters um, You know, Patreon backers and everything um, So M. Collins, Mariso Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, Antonio Rogers and Sean Goretti um, I believe Sean Gority actually won our uh, Marvel um, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance giveaway So uh, big shouts to him also, and congrats that's correct and uh yes um, congrats yeah and uh just you know big shouts to all of our our supporters out there, Wesley and you know everyone who's who's been a, a consistent supporter over the past few years and um shouts to the staff also and the Throwdown down crew
0: absolutely so thank you all for checking out today's show Um, hope that you all have a great week ahead and we will talk to you all next weekend
1: peace